0: You're listening to The E-Commerce Marketing Show, presented by Privy. Hey, so we wrote a real book. And it's launching on October 6th. It's called the e-commerce marketing handbook. I'm pumped because we talked to 17 friends of mine and experts like Kurt Elster, Vivian K, and Nick Sharma to find out what it takes to scale your e-commerce brand to 1 million in sales. And Harley Finkelstein, you know, the COO of Shopify, wrote an incredibly inspiring foreword. Go to privy.com book and join the 1,000 plus people who are already on the wait list. You'll be the first in line for launch day. Lately, customers and listeners have been telling us that they're really getting a ton of value from teardowns. So it had me thinking, I should really start incorporating more of those into the podcast. Then Connor on my team was throwing out a couple brands that might be good. And he recommended I check out the Native site. They've been a hot DDC brand for a while now, but I've never actually been to the site myself. So I went to check it out, and I was just totally blown away. The social proof, the look and feel, the headline. Anyway, Connor and I were both kind of like, I honestly don't know what we'd change here. But then our partner, John McDonald, who's the founder and CEO of The Good, raised his hand and wanted to be a volunteer to do a guest teardown. Anyways, if you're not familiar with, with The Good, check them out. They're a conversion rate optimization firm, and they've been helping brands like Adobe, Xerox, and tons more convert more of their existing e-commerce visitors into customers for over a decade. They're over at thegood.com. So I figured if John's volunteering, I might as well throw him the best of the best. So, head over to nativecos nativecos.com to follow along on the teardown. So here it is. John, take it away.
1: Thanks, Ben. I'm excited to dive into native site here in just a moment, but first I quickly wanted to provide some context about site teardowns. We generally take a look with a few things in mind that I wanted to point out. First, we always want to keep an open mind. Look, we've been optimizing sites for over a decade, so it's easy to immediately jump into best practices and quick wins. Best practices are for beginners. Conversion rate optimization is a process, not a checklist. There is no quick fix or secret sauce that exists. And the best way to avoid this trap is to always approach teardowns with an open mind and under the guise of a consumer, not an optimization expert. Second, most brands have a really hard time reading the label from inside the jar. Meaning, they have a hard time understanding what the experience is like for a new-to-file customer who just arrived at the store for the very first time. And this is understandable. A brand should know their site inside and out. They likely help build the site and design it, and they know their products extremely well. So, it's important to start with the consumer experience. Find out what's confusing or concerning or misleading, and fix it. And then your site will show performance improvements. Lastly, you need to put competitors in the rearview mirror or they're going to put you in theirs. Too many brands get distracted by competitors and borrow their tactics. But you don't really know if they're just testing or just winging it. You don't know if their tactics are actually working out or not, and you certainly don't know if you're cheating off of the victorian or the flunky. Look, when in doubt, just keep this in mind. There is a reason that race horses wear blinders. Okay, now let's jump into some feedback about the Native site. The site I'm looking at right now is nativecos.com. Not sure what COS stands for, but it doesn't really matter. They do a great job of driving traffic, traffic and brand awareness. And domain names are less important these days. But a few f- initial impressions that I wanted to start out with. Starting with the main promotional image right up front. Right now we're in the fall. I'm recording this in September, and it's for a scent called Pumpkin Spice Latte. Now. I'm sure people don't want to eat their deodorant, but hey, let's run with it. First question, is pumpkin spice latte a gendered product? And I ask this question because the CTAs have folks choosing between men or women. But if I choose either shop men's or shop women's, are both going to give me the same product in that pumpkin spice latte? We'll chat more about this in a moment when we talk about site navigation, but I think this might be backwards. Now, deodorant doesn't seem like a product that I naturally think high rate of return for. Yet Native is advertising free returns in a few places on their homepage right up front. Now, this is a great attribute for clothes or parts or electronics where you know compatibility or you want to try it out for a minute. But why are they advertising free returns in their banner right up on the very first thing that you see on the site? This seems like something they just saw others do maybe and tried it, but for me, it instills doubt about the quality and satisfaction of their products. I would perhaps even suggest running a test of the banner messaging to make it more positive. Something along the lines of free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee would be a great start to make it less returns focused. Now. As I scroll down just below the main promotional image, I'm looking at a row of value propositions, and I see clean, vegan, cruelty-free, which makes it clear that you'd you'd want to buy native over something else that you can find at your local Walgreens, for instance. But there's one that sticks out to me that I find a little weird. It says, five-star reviews, and right below that, people love us. Now, I feel like this could be much, much stronger. How many reviews? From what sources? This really seems less credible when displayed this way, without some more details that make this actual social proof. Anyone can say that people love us and that we have five-star reviews. Of course you do. Scrolling down the homepage a bit more, there is a photo of a lady smiling and holding her native deodorant, and the copy reads, Active Protection and native deodorant actively protects against odors so you can remain fresh and confident all day long. But this section is likely meaningless in terms of building buyer confidence. Does my deodorant take days off? Is a deodorant ever not actively protecting? Is there such thing as passive protection? If words and images aren't communicating important messages, they just shouldn't be there. They're just a distraction. And in this case, they're actually adding more questions to a buyer instead of answering questions. Then as we continue to scroll, we're hit with an email pop-up. Now, if you've ever followed me, you know my stance on email pop-ups and I understand they can be valuable, but the messaging has to be right. And the conversion rate optimization golden rule is pretty simple. If you wouldn't do it in a retail store, don't Do it on your website. Would you want to have a sales associate jump out in front of you and ask for your email address? Likely not. You are doing your research and you're giving your email address so you can continue to be marketed to? It's really not something you're ready for yet. In looking at the pop up itself, there are a couple of concerns. There is text below the email field that reads By entering, I agree to the terms. But the terms is not clickable. So what the heck am I committing to? Then there is the countdown timer on the pop-up. I waited out the timer and, wait for it, they still graciously accepted my entry. Look, face scarcity is gross. It seriously devalues your brand. I don't think We need to test this. I think we need to just remove it. And just for fun, I signed up with my email and they dropped me right back on the homepage. No thank you page, no confirmation that my entry was received. I also did this four days ago when I first started to take a look at the site. And in that time, I've received six emails in those four days, and only two of those were an onboarding or welcome email. That's a lot of email to be sending to a new subscriber without adding more value. Lastly, let's just take a real quick look at the site navigation. The goal of a site navigation should be twofold. The first is to very quickly help visitors understand what your brand sells. For instance, what are the product categories? And second, it needs to make it easy to get to the categories or products that the visitor is interested in So they can answer the only question that they're at your website to answer. Can this product or service solve my pain or need? And this navigation doesn't really address either of those goals. Now, for those listening, the navigation items are men, women, teen, and reviews. Now, maybe I know Native Cells deodorant before I arrive to the site based on perhaps the ad that I clicked to get there. But (laughs) this navigation doesn't confirm that I'm in the right place, or help me quickly understand if Native sells other products I might be interested in. This means that there is a massive opportunity to test a product-led navigation. The cross-sell opportunity here is massive and really being missed out on. And to go even further on this, I understand that men and women have special formulations, but literally every teenager can use the same deodorant? This seems hard to believe, but There's only one option for teen versus the separate women and men items. Okay, (laughs) this is a lot. And I'm already out of time, but there is so much more we could discuss. But no, this isn't unusual. Remember that conversion optimization is a process, not a checklist. There are no quick fix or secret sauce items that you can just check off your list. Customer needs change over time. So you're never truly optimized, but always optimizing. And if you keep that mindset, you'll be well ahead of the competition
0: without needing to copy them. Wow. Okay. Was not expecting that. John, thank you. That was thorough as hell for a homepage teardown. Learned a ton. Hope you all did too. Really good tips in there. And it actually inspired me to think long and hard about every inch of real estate on the homepage, false scarcity, navigation, and so much more. Hey, what would John say if he ran the same teardown on your homepage? I'm just glad we didn't ask him to tear down the Privy site. Maybe next time. Hey, who would you want us to tear down next? Let me know on Twitter, at or by emailing podcast at privy.com. See you next time.